bug on the computer. Was this now the, that was not the, a computer bug, like a physical so bug? That, that, so this will be the proper start. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's the first thing you've said. You can edit this. Uh, I love an edit. Big into the old edits. You know what I love? Me. I'll tell you what I love, and that's a bit of admin. Let me crack into some admin there for you, Alistair. Welcome to the even worse idea of all time. Now podcast. on Spotify. <laughs> Indeed, we are on Spotify. Uh, a podcast in which we... Now on Wikipedia. Once a week, for a year, watch the film, Bad Mums 2, and then we uh, we jump on here on mic and we talk about what we thought of it that week. Did you see that, Alistair? We're on Wikipedia? I saw that, mate. I was... I was I was the one responding mostly. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah so we had a message there for wait, who was who said sorry, sorry. First uh, name Richard. Yeah, don't that's right. I just, I just, I was yeah, well, just well, to sure. yeah. Richard got in touch with us and he uh, he edited the Wikipedia page for Bad Mums Two to include a reference to us. That was hey. that was great. Thing. Last Richard. time I checked, we were still there. That's um, crazy. It's a great honor. You know, I, I can't lie. I've always wanted this, and it's for a relatively good little project, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, uh, my name's Jamie, by the way. We, we haven't said... We, I'm not like some we... footnote in some larger story about some grisly murder. It's a good place <laughs> well, to be. you are that too. Give that until September <laughs> 21st. <laughs> the Cadbury murders of 2003. Is that real? No, nothing related to Cadbury chocolate. No, no, it was when you killed that family. Cadbury and chocolate last name was would Cadbury. never be involved in any of these hijinks because, well, we rather like them. More of a Whitaker's chocolate guy myself. Yeah, none of them have sponsored. But uh, we are we are bound to, to Cadbury because if you enter the code even worse at the checkout at cadbury.co.nz, you will get ten percent off your One next year. order. Uh, please make sure to try the new Moro Gold Cadbury block, uh, which you can find in supermarkets or once again online at Cadbury. Sorry, Cadbury. Uh, and into the code even worse there for ten percent off. That's right, ten percent off your next order of Cadbury chocolate. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, as I said, we watch Bad Mums two once a week for a year, and then we. Uh, and then we uh, <laughs> it's a good little transition. That reminds me, have you guys seen that video? And it's like, <laughs> it's this girl who's sort of recording a voice message about it's po- post some sort of relationship breakup, and she's talking oh. about how much she misses a person. And she goes, oh, <laughs> and I really miss you, and oh, and then someone has taken it and set it to like a video of a car revving up. <laughs> that's quite good <laughs> oh dear yeah so there's that yeah that that's an option uh, um, so what I was what I was going to say earlier on is once a week you know we talk about Bad Mums 2 and we say what we think of it generally we don't think very good things about it because um, it's not a great movie and it's not a great thing to watch more than once would you would you ever watch this more than once do you think no no, that's a, that's a no for you. For any of you French listeners out there, that, that was no. Actually, I guess they know, wouldn't they? Yeah, those are the one any the one class of people we don't have there? to tell. No means no. No. He, he said no again. Uh, oui. That means yes for any or, non. Or more casually, oui. Is that more of a way. I don't think that's. A, I don't think that's a thing. That's more of a high than a hello. French listeners out. No, isn't high salut. Yeah, but but within the sort of the more intricate stuff in terms of dialect, um, if you, if you do a way with a different vowel sound, that is more of a casual one. I'd, I'd I'd love for some French listeners to get in touch and tell us if that's true because I think Oliver is uh, making up a lot of shit there. No, literally, the guy who was the best in our French class, he was always going where, and we're like, no, that's not how you say it. But he's like, no, I've looked into this. I'm a good guy at French. Who was he? 
It doesn't, doesn't matter. So his first name. His name is not relevant to what I'm, relevant the to point me, I'm mate. trying to make. What was his first name? Sam? Was it? Oh, yeah, was it? And then he mentions last name. And then what the fuck? Was it Sam point? P? We're moving on. We're moving on. All right. Move um, on. Yeah. Good job moving on, mate. Well, um, that's how you do it. So look. <laughs> <laughs> look, we've all, we've all been through it before. I, I don't think many people have been through what we're going through right now. <laughs> no, just, I mean, us three. Do you, have, do you reckon we've set the record now of, of having seen this movie the most amount of times in nah. the world? I, do you reckon editors and stuff have, pro- have seen this Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, and maybe big fans. Are there, are there fans that would be Absolutely. dedicated to bad mums too? Yeah, not many. What was that one guy who watched um, Grown Ups like 300 times? Yeah, that's, that's on Netflix and stuff, though, so it's easier to do, I feel like. I yeah, maybe, I don't know. It's not that easy. We've got, we've got, Illegally purchased Blu-ray. Just oh, actually, this, actually, Bad Mums is on Bad Mums Two is a Netflix movie in some countries. Netflix has the distribution rights to it in some because we had a uh, perhaps a legal copy of it at one point. Um, and it's it, unlikely to be illegal. And it uh, said a Netflix film. Mm. So oh. in some country, Netflix does own Bad Mums Two. Should look into that. Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, that, that, oh, that was sincere. I thought that was a sarcastic brilliant. That would be more brilliant. Brilliant. No, no, I think you oh, do. No, I think it would be, you, no, yeah, you, I would you, go, go, brilliant. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's, I've clearly done it vocally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck you. It's, it's the tone, you know. Yeah. I don't want to explain how to do sort of... Sarcasm. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like sarcasm as a Welcome crutch, along to my podcast in which week by week I tell you, the listener, how to do sarcasm. Oh, the heater has turn clicked heater on in the room. Turn the heater off. Well, <laughs> Alistair, I, I, I'm, I'm, loud, I'm loudly addressing the fact that the heater's on. You don't have to whisper about it. <laughs> Guys, turn the heater off. They might not notice. Why don't you just quickly turn the heater off and we'll just... <laughs> no, loud, loud and clear. The heater is off. Alistair, what did you think of the film this week? Um... It it came quite close to breaking me at one point. <laughs> when was this? Alistair said um, to us, "I just want to die." No, that's. I mean, he was joking, kind of. I think. I I, I think I was I was cleverly riffing off something in the film or something. <laughs> I can only, I can only hope because it seemed to come from a pretty dire place when you said. Well, look, I'm not denying that. Um, oh. No, look, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, should should stress that. I, <laughs> I am okay. Um, Not convinced by that answer. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the people I know who are okay don't say, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> um, yeah, look, but I, I don't know. We, we got through it. Um, there was a bit more frivolry, perhaps, in the second half. <laughs> Is frivolry a word? Nope. No, Frivolity. Frivolity. I like yeah. It's like it's like frivolous. Sort of it's slanged it up. What if it was like a fun way of doing chivalry? Like frivolity. You, you hold the door open for someone and then tell a shit joke. <laughs> what are you doing? Just just try my hand at a bit of frivolry. <laughs> right. Well, next time, don't bother because you've wait, I've, you've held the door open for me, but now I've had to stand here while you've told a shit joke to me. It's fucking cold out. It's winter. Who does the, who does this benefit? That's just sort of a role play of what would happen maybe if you did. I would have jumped in, but I didn't feel there was room for another character. That would that would ruin the narrative. That would muddy the waters. I was sort of doing both characters, I guess. But that, you know. Which you can actually see in my one-man show I've got coming to Bats Theatre here in Wellington. What's that one called? It's called With Nell and I. Which one do you play? Both. 
oh fuck that's what I meant Joe that's, that's a good well, concept I, I called it the same name as the film just to sort of drive up ticket sales it's nothing to do with the film you um, could do that because the Paul McGann character could be like a I don't know, that'd be a bit fight club but they could be the same yeah. guy I, it's actually about me I play a dog but he's it's, it's two dogs one is a husky the other old what's, yeah. what's that dog's name Hus- the husky yeah that husky. That, that's, sorry, after the husky. Well, the dog I'm asking about is the husky. I'll, I'll then ask about the other dog. The, the husky. You want the, the name so of the, the name the of husky. Husky. That's, that's right. Yeah, stew. Uh, and then the other dog the other is dog. a beagle. Uh, and the name of that being. So the name. Of, uh, yeah. So we've, we've the, worked the, out the name, name of the, the first one. Of, yep. Like that was, that's the one you said before. Stew. stew. Yep. Uh, got that in my in my noggin. Yep. So now what I'm wanting, I guess, is the second dog. I don't remember the breed. No, the Sorry. So you're wanting the name, the name of the beagle? The, well, we'll go for the breed first because I forgot. No, the, I know that's the, what the you started with. The, the beagle. Right. Sorry. Yes, you've said that in the sentence. And you want uh, his name? His name. Colin. Right. Sort it. Uh, and it's just sort of about, it's actually, well, it's kind of a clever play. It's actually set during World War I. Um, and it's sort of about, uh, you know, the class system in Britain um, you know how did that? How was that affected by uh, by wartime? And then also how you know how how was the role of the woman in the household affected? We you know when the men went away, and it's all and it's all told from the perspective of two dogs. Uh, one one dog, the husky, being in a more uh, upper class family. Stew, uh, Stu, that's right. And then Colin the beagle being from a more uh, lo- a, a lower class of family. There's heartbreak. There's betrayal. There's laughs. There's love. Um, and you know, as uh, I, and I play both dogs, so sort of half of me is painted like a husky, half of me is painted like a beagle. And it's actually you'd think it would be sort of two halves of the like face, right? It's, it's actually my my top half and my bottom half. So I've got the legs, of the, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the le- the legs of a beagle, <laughs> and the sort of upper body of a. Of a <laughs> so in all the beagle scenes, you just see a pair of sort of legs. Yes, no, I know you're just, talking from upside sort of, down. I, I sort of point my rear end to the audience. <laughs> Yeah, and then sort of all the dialogue comes from, comes from <laughs> comes from there. It's sort of, and then when I'm the husky, yeah, I'm, I'm play, facing forward. I'm, I'm on all yes. fours for the entire show. Yeah, and I've sort of set up a lazy Susan, <laughs> uh, and then I've paid, paid a, a small boy to come and sort of rotate uh, to, for, for for different scenes as I as I you know approach the different characters. All right, uh, sounds like a, a hit to me. What did I say? I said it was called Wilson and I didn't know. <laughs> you did, yep. yeah. Uh, that is that what it's called? It's actually called Waking Up in Vegas. <laughs> Is that, a li- is that a live exclusive? Are you just changing the title on us now? Yeah. People have bought tickets. Yeah, but that'll be all right. Um, I'm, I'm personally going to their houses to give them new copies, actually. Just, just something, you know, just, just anything I can do to help, really. All right. Um, I mean, to be fair, there are only two tickets purchased, both by my parents, so it'll just be going to the one house, really. Oh, um, that'll save you time. Sort of apologising to Won't them. Won't have to... So. Yeah. But mostly apologising them for the, for the crippling debt I've racked up, because I... Um, I, I I bought a pretty expensive subscription to, well, several several subscriptions to mountain biking magazines, and then had them just on auto renew since 2010. Mm. So it racked up an enormous cost for them. So they put just, out a lot of issues. Some of them for a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, thousands and thousands of dollars they charge. Thick magazines. Great content. But the, you con- can't the content. Read all those unparalleled. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no, that's th- good. yeah. Um, do you guys have any shining lights this week? Maybe a, a part of the film that that you enjoyed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, any you of wrote you? them down on your phone, didn't you? Did you do it yeah. to check that? Yep. I remember mine. If you want me to crack into it, absolutely. Um, so there's, there's just while we're mm-hmm. doing, yeah, sweet. So it's just me who is fucked 
fucked up. So at the Sky Zone, which, as we all know at this point, is a uh, trampoline park. Yeah. Uh, all the mums and their mums and their children are there. Uh, and uh, Kid Dynamite comes up to the grandmothers and she says, you know, hey, would you guys like to come play dodgeball? And then uh, Mila Kunis comes over and says, oh, look, no, no, grandmas don't play dodgeball. And Susan Sarandon is, is taken aback by this. She's offended. She says, what did she, what did she fucking say? She says, oh, well, what we, the we fuck play. Did she what the fuck did she say? What the fuck did she say? And she says, we play. We play. She's, she's really hammering at home that grandmas do play dodgeball. Emphatic. And then it tickled me because then the next shot we see is, well, the next the next sequence we see is them all playing dodgeball and Susan Sarandon just sitting on the side not playing. Now, so, for, for, so for someone who is really trying to get the point across that they play... Not doing a fucking good job of it, is she? I sound angry, but it's, I, I, yeah. I found it funny. And you sound like you're like describing a scene that uh, is maybe fairly standard, but it's also the first time we've noticed that she's sitting down for the full game. Yeah, and so it's, it's not just a standard reaction. It's like this is she's she's changing out the game, and how have we not noticed this? Because we've seen close-ups of her sitting down, sort of laughing with a with a yeah, with a glass. I, just, I guess I just kind of we assumed assume that, that maybe was, she was out at that point, and we don't or, see her legs and stuff, and maybe she's in. You know, maybe she is getting involved. Yeah. It's just the upper half. But then you see this wide shot. She's standing up at the edge. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So that was my shining light this week. Alistair, do you want to hit us with yours? Yeah. Um, so in the brief panning shot of the um, the, the Okole Spa waiting room, there's a woman reading a magazine, and I think it's probably called GK Magazine. Right. Um, don't know if that's a real magazine or not, but because of the the, the way the cover was designed. and Klaus. Um and the way the way someone's head was kind of placed it looked like it said Gak magazine and, and that reminded me of famed pop artist King Princess uh, check out the Make My Bed EP um, and that just made me briefly happy yeah King Princess is a uh, American recording artist uh, who's hitting the big time at the moment with several songs becoming popular and she quite frequently uses the term Gak which sort of just just sort of a, a general sort of enthusiastic word, right? Yeah, man. Verb, adjective, Verb. noun. Anything you want it to be. Oh, adverb. No. No. Proverb. Yes. Yeah. Something to live by. Absolutely. I gack. I gack. I gack daily. I gacked. I gacked. I gacked. It's like I came, I saw, I conquered, but it's just the same word all three times. You woke up, you had a shower, you, you, you had your breakfast, but did you gack? I wake up, I gack. Only the gack survive. Oh, that's problematic because I was going to play music halfway through. Well, that's all right. Um, Oliver, what was your shining light, buddy? I think music maketh the podcast. Music I makes you lose control. Listen to music, but listen to music, Oliver. But but it's not always backed with our voices saying very specific things. One person said that the moment where I did use music, artfully employed that on the podcast. That was the magnum opus of the podcast. Okay, mm. well, that was when you were listening to music in the car, in the and car, eating, and eating peanuts, wine and peanuts. <laughs> yeah. It was raining yeah. down. Vibe heavy. There are there are some there are some vibes that we've created over the history of this podcast. Early watches. Yeah. yeah. They seem like fun little relics of my memory. There's always a different flavour. This week's flavour, cumin. Or some people say come in. I say come in when someone knocks at the door. <laughs> uh, I say it every time. It's actually led to several burglaries. <laughs> so don't always say come in, folks. Oliver, what was your shining light, though, buddy? Do always say cumin. It can only improve the situation. Hank, um, 
They get it. They steal a Christmas tree from Lady Footlocker, as as we all know, except for me for quite a while. Um, yeah. And they put it in the house, and it's got lots of little shoes on it. And Hank, the father of the character played by Mila Kunis, always says, "Look at that, that tree. They're little shoes." And um, and I thought, you know, all right, gag. You know, that's they're throwing him a line. Um, but in this one, I saw that for about mm, seven seconds before he says this line. He is staring gobsmacked at the tree. So it really sets it up. You know, Ruth is saying absolute nonsense, frankly, um, in the front of shot. But back here, he's like, whoop. And you see the point where he notices it. And I thought, that is acting craft Mm. in motion. You know, we're seeing this man go, you know, people need to see. You know, it's not realistic if I just suddenly say it. You've got to notice it. You've got to clock the object. And then you say a line about it. You've got to get invested in the world before you can bring the audience in and say, this is what's happening. And I loved it. Yeah, mm. I appreciated it too. Um, something I also appreciate is towards the end of the film, um, Christine Bransky is having a lovely little drink on Christmas morning, and I wonder what's in the cup. Um, it's 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 Mountain Dew. Which flavour of Mountain Dew? Code Red. No. No. Just the standard Mountain Dew? No, or? the blue one. The blue one? She's pretty freaky. I don't know. What, the, what is the blue one called? It's, I think part of that is the mystery. You know, they call it the blue colour, and it's like, can anyone guess what flavour this is? And they're like, no, it's just this synthetic nonsense like all your drinks. It's, it tastes like regret, and then you know, no one quite knows what it is, and that was the selling point. What does it taste like? Yeah. Sort of a fine drink. <laughs> it's all right. Do you remember the time? There's no grape Shasta. Where we went to Palmerston North on a classics trip. (laughs) Where we flowed naturally into this anecdote. (laughs) Alistair Oliver and I used to take the class classics at high school. Classic studies for the formerly inclined. That's right. And one time we went to, uh, we went on a bit of a road trip with our classics class Mm. up to the uh, more provincial New Zealand town of Palmerston Palmerston North. Uh, where they have a university there, which I guess was was talking about classics that day. Uh, and we also went to some sort of ex- We did a quiz. We did. It was a big classics day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we also went to a, 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 an exhibition there, a classics exhibition. Uh, and Made a catapult. Lovely time. But then, then we thought we, we, we were all classics out. But in this building is a play area, a children's play area. And we thought, well, beat sitting around. Let's have a go. Beat was the name of a, of a slow child who was just, all he would do was sit around. I don't remember the sentence I said that made you say that. Don't worry about it. I beat. You said beat sitting around, so. Oh, that's pretty good. Anyway, yeah, so I, was, I wasn't too on board with it, but I thought I'd give it a go. We ventured into this playground. Um, first kind of bit of it was pretty normal. You know, you, you climb up a little rope ladder or some something similar. And sort of a jungle theme, I think. There were little friendly yeah. monkeys on the wall. Mm. Nice. And it's one of those ones where you kind of climb up inside the structure of it. It's like an, it's like an insulated unit. Like the ones you might... I guess people... They were quite popular in the sort of McDonald's, the play areas. Mm. This, this vibe of these sort of forts. You yeah, climb up yeah, in it. Yeah. You're in. You're in the fabric of the thing, and 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 that's what we were in. Exactly. And it was. It was again. It was all decorated with this same theme of fun. You know, there's all this grass outside and happy 
toadstools. And we think, yeah, we can go inside here. Yeah. It's a slide. That's probably what it is. These things. Because well, there was the opening for a slide, wasn't there? A- a- at some sort of. Po- I think up- to the left of the entrance, it looked like there was the opening, like where a slide would come out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think that's what spurred us on. Right. Yeah. A lovely slide. I think we were talking about a slide and we were quite excited about the possibility of having having a slide. Yeah. And we thought, then it looks like the slide tower. And I shouted, I slide on all my nights like this. Uh, I was I was ahead Calvin of the curve Harris was Calvin there Harrison. watching us. Yeah. Calvin Harris Dressed was sitting a on a filthy black raincoat. <laughs> sitting on a nearby bench and he thought, that's an idea for me. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> Get me Frank I'll Ocean on the fire <laughs> hat. Uh, yeah, and obviously several years later, created a real hit with that one. But, uh, you know, I'm not seeing any of the royalties from that. Continue <laughs> on with the story. Uh, so, so, oh, yeah. No, that was Alistair. We're in there. You're doing it. We're in the structure. We're no, we're all, we're, all, we're all, it's a triple hander, mate. Mm, and this we're, is we're, fucking we're, shit hot radio. We're messing with the format. Go. We're, we're, we're kind of um, looking around for the way out. And I'll be honest, this is... A very kind of dreamlike and surreal yeah, memory that's for the me. That's freaky thing. It feels I'm, I'm not sure if it, almost not sure if it really happened to me. If right, I, if I kind there. of, yeah, if Jamie and Oliver were there. So we, we kind of crawled into this opening and it went on normally for a bit and then it kind of came out in some like kind of thin, narrow corridor. Dark. Pitch black. Really dark. Like you could barely see your hand in front of your face. <laughs> Some we sort kind of rudimentary of, lights on the on the wall that yeah. were in process of you know being put in. I think there might have been a space theme that was developing, but it was just fucking weird. Um, so we were kind of plunged suddenly into this and the sound of bats. Yeah, over the, over some speaker system, and but there, it came on. There was none of that. Yeah, and there was none of that in the main part. And we just hear mm. these bats, and then we all started sort of screeching yeah, and grabbing each <laughs> and other, and quickly tried to get out. Frankly, hemming it up. But overall, it was genuinely a strange. It was quite crudely constructed. I remember, like there, it yeah. was kind of like plywood still was yeah, it or something we, it was dark but it was still like it was unfinished mm, that's yeah. what it you know but like very accessible and open yeah they, they, there was no it was not a construction site there was no, no there was nothing stopping any child but if that is the finished sort of display that they've set up <laughs> yeah. the children are going to love this sort of near <laughs> the world try gateway the slide <laughs> and just sort of end up in a partially constructed hellscape with the yeah. sound of bats so like reality had shifted you know yeah. <laughs> look hell of a trip though Oh yeah, lovely. We we did quite well on the quiz. Didn't win, but we're just there to have fun. Um, you know, I'd love to go on a trip to a certain place though, and that is uh, Rarotonga <laughs> at the Sky Zone. <laughs> Catherine Hart is doing something. What she done at Sky Zone? I once went to Rarotonga and I had. A really nice toy that I liked. I think it was kind of a Lego minifigure type toy, and I buried him in the beach, and I couldn't find him again. Oh shit! This is this is. I, I have a story so similar to this. Oh fun! I was in uh, the town of Topo in New Zealand, uh, and I was with my sister, and I had some Digimon toys. Mm. We were sort of playing on the beach, and we were like, "What if we?" buried these toys and then sort of like pretended we were just random people coming across these buried toys. Yeah. And then we, we tried it, realised we couldn't find them again. And I never never found them. In Rarotonga, I was four. I was learning the ways of the world. I was a kindergarten student. I was new to the world. And we befriended... 
Oh, oh, I actually often was. Uh, <laughs> why not? You know, let the sun on my skin. And and us four-year-olds, um, we're at a resort and we thought we, we, we'll befriend this cool-seeming sort of six-year-old. She seems like she's hip and sort of knows her way around the place. And she gained our trust over that day. And then she stole all of our, fr- all of our fruit bursts. Oh, no. A popular lolly that I loved. Yeah. And we never saw her again. Oh, no. And it was a it was an early lesson that everyone will betray you. What a heist. And and this this was back in the day when they had bloody peach fruit bursts. My favourite. Oh, I miss those. She took them all. What a con. She didn't care about us. She cared about the lollies we must have mentioned casually in the pool. You know, we thought our worlds were we're never going to be shattered. Oh, I'm looking forward to those bloody fruit bits later. I want strawberry. I want lime. Well, she wants fucking all of them. I hope she's listening and I hope she deeply regrets what she did. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, look, anyway. It's time to make some reparations. Got a bit off piste there. Uh, Sky Zone is a segment in which we discuss a line in the film in which Catherine Hahn, playing the character At of Carla, says, I'm not allowed within 50 zone. yards of a Sky Zone. Each week, we ponder, why? What could she have At done? This Sky week, it's Alistair's zone. turn. What did Catherine Hahn do to be banned At from Sky Zone? Sky. Well, um, the, the, the secret this week is actually in... Um, the kind of the theme song that we chose for Sky Zone, which is obviously reminiscent of Skyfall by Adele, by Adele, um, which featured in a James Bond movie. Now, what's James Bond? He's a spy. Um, so it's obvious now that Sky Zone spy is zone. just the cover for Spy Zone. Um, yeah, Spy Zone, a spy agency, um, and Carla used to work there. Um, underground there's a secret secret area where you can go I love secret underground bases dive down through the through Mm. the bottom of the foam pit Mm. and enter the right combination Mm. you get dropped into a secret cellar and there's all manner of of gadgets and beeping lights and whatnot. it's very high tech and um Khan as she was called used to be their their top agent right but she turned rogue Elsa, can I just double check you're talking to the right part of the mic? I am. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, she went rogue. She sold state secrets to the Cubans. Right. Um, and as a result, Fidel Castro survived the assassination attempt. Oh, jeez. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But because, you know, um, yeah. she knew so much they, they couldn't have her killed, so they just settled for a light ban. Not yeah. coming near their premises. That's, Does, that's something we've, we've discovered over the weeks, isn't it? That Sky Zone's usually pretty lenient. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, the thing about them is that they are a spy agency, but they don't have much powers in terms of... You much know. powers. Did they wipe her memory? No. Oh, so, so she, she still, knows this. Yeah, So she she's knows. an active... Well, not active. It seems she, careless. She's still got these spies. Well, all of it is not that easy to wipe someone's memory. This isn't some crazy fantasy Lob- land. Lobotomize you know? them. <laughs> yeah. You could do. That's yeah, I guess they would never really be on. But that, that's not really Sky Zone. It's not thing, on, but they're naughty spies, you know? Do they still spy to this day? Oh, yeah, for sure. They're still very active. Oh, no. Who do you think found Bin Laden? I thought it was someone Seal different Team to Six. Sky Zone. Well, they, they, they tipped off Seal Team 6. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for your service, Sky Zone. Yeah, no, Sky Zone's been behind a lot of. I mean, they've not always been on the side of Angels. You know, no. Uh, the what's the, the best thing? The grassy knoll. Oh yeah, Jesus! Yeah. So they're behind a lot of the sort of big conspiracy. Oh yeah, for sure. God, okay. 
Yeah, no, no. Are you no, sure no, they were involved in that one? I thought that was R.L. Stein of the Goosebumps series. Um, well, he is actually a Sky Zone operative. You've blown his cover wide open. Oh, no. Yeah, you've I, fucked it. Frankly, I wasn't gifted with this information, so I don't feel it's my fault that the cover's been blown. I'm not a reliable source. Well. You know what is a reliable source? It's a, tomato a, sauce. Goose, what is tomato sauce? Actually, i tell you who loves what is tomato sauce. I was talking to... Um, Talking to Glenn Fry the other day. Of the, who's sorry? Who's do we know him? Glenn Fry. Oh, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, from the Eagles. Um, and so I was talking to him about you know we were, I was at a bar and he was there and I was eating some chips and I said, "Would you like some?" And he said, "Yeah, I'll, you know." I'll in a, in. Is this said, New Zealand? Because I guess he was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just at um, tour here. I, I think I saw it in 2015, and that was before. Yeah, no, so, yeah, yeah it was, this was last. Wednesday, I think. Um, and I was having having a bowl of chips. I said, "Would you like some?" He said, "Yeah." I was had a bit of aioli there. I was dipping it in. Um, and he said, "Have you got tomato sauce?" I, I, said, well, uh, I said, "Unfortunately, um, the, the the bar is out of tomato sauce, so you know, I can I can only." Um, I said, are we talking about Glenn Frey? You know, yeah, Glenn Frey from, from the Eagles. Oh. Yeah, um, the musician. That's right. Yes, uh, and so uh, you know, he said, he said I, I actually really like tomato sauce, and I said, oh, yeah, "Unfortunately, the the, the bar And you was say out. this was this was last week. Yeah, last Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, obviously the bar is out. And he said, Glenn Fry. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm He's, he's dead, isn't he? Is he? <laughs>